Welcome to The Planet, the podcast for L Word fans. I'm Elka. And I'm Casey. This week's episode was called Lost Weekend. But we don't know why. <laughs> this week's show was awesome. It was really good. It was about five million times better than last week's season premiere. But that's how it always works with this series. Last week wasn't bad either. This one was awesome. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> last week's wasn't bad. This one's awesome. Okay, anyway, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Miss Know-It-All. I don't want to do it now. The show starts, it's, I don't know if it's Terry or Tony. I think it's Tony. She's in the caster. She's like, I'm looking for sex with a woman. And then she fucks some girl in an alley. No, some girl fucks her in the alley. But what's the point of all that? So, moving on from the pointless fucking in an alley scene. Well, no. Do you think that the last intro to the show with, those women sitting in the vagina circle and then this one are linked in some way because they don't look like the same lady they don't seem related to the show so far it's a mystery we'll have to figure it out i don't no, really care won't. the opening scene is jenny and more how do you say her name max mara her name is like moira moira mara i don't We're know i'm saying this say on it. the fucking show what any of this. Yeah, I, hate it. I can't say her name. I'm just going to call her Max. The opening scene is Jenny and Mara slash Max. Now I forgot what the opening scene was. Oh, they're driving in the truck. <laughs> Playing a Roadkill 21. And then she gives Mara a blowjob somehow, <laughs> miraculously. Do you know how that works? Because I've tried it and it doesn't work out too well. <laughs> I mean, with girls. Uh, no, I don't know. I've never uh, attempted that sort of thing because I'm a safe, defensive driver. You've never attempted it? Not with a girl. Ew. You brought it up. Okay, let's move on. So the opening scene is Jenny and Mara driving in the truck back to L.A. And then they have a sexual encounter while Mara is driving. Jenny gives her a blowjob. But I don't really know how that works with two girls. Apparently, Mara slash Max is more of a man than we think. She does a lot of things that normal girls don't do. Oh my god, she can pee standing up. That's amazing. That's really weird. <laughs> do you think she holds her hand there? No, she didn't like have it on her hand. I don't know. I don't either. I wish I could do that. It's like a circus act. That's amazing. There they are made girls a... that can do that. What? There are I guess girls that can do that, but I don't know how how it works. Well, they make a device that allows you to do it if you're hiking or something, but I've never seen anyone do it naturally. She said she's been doing it since she was a kid, so I don't think she's using any sort of aid. I think she's a circus freak. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's right up Jenny's alley. (laughs) Exactly. I would really like to learn that skill. That seems like a useful skill. Peace standing up. (laughs) what's this world coming to maybe she's really a dude pretending to be a chick and that's why she won't let jenny fuck her do you think she hasn't let jenny fuck her she acted in the show like she's a stone butch like she because jenny goes why don't you ever let me fuck you and max slash mara moira whatever was like i can't she said i can't oh in the hotel room but then she wanted to do jenny no they were just hugging Oh, I don't know. 
then maybe she's partially transitioned through a sex change. No, I mean, I think she's just a stone butch. What do you mean by that? Well, she's like not comfortable with her equipment and she feels like that's not what she's supposed to have. So she doesn't like to do it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, that seems probable. I guess. I mean, I don't want to insult anybody who may know more about this than I do, but that's my vague understanding of it. No, I think that makes total sense. Then they go to Alice at her group meeting at the Gay and Lesbian Center. Oh, poor Alice. (laughs) And we knew that she was a wreck, but now we know that she's really a wreck. Like, she's in complete denial. Because she's like, (laughs) what did she say? Maybe Dana will come over and kiss my eyelids. No, but like... And then she's like, our love is too intense. We're meant to be together. She's coming back. She's gone off the deep end. Oh, Alice. Well, you know what? I think that the producers of the show are listening to our podcast because no sweats this week. (laughs) Alice is wearing a cute little skirt. Oh, you think they they tape the show every week in between? (laughs) Yeah, they listen to us and then they get ideas. Oh, well, I have a few for them then. And then they cut to Helena and, well, Helena picks Alice up at the center and she has the maid. Yeah, the lesbian exclusive cleaning service. I need that. Everybody needs that. I need the lesbian cleaners to come over my house. Um, If you work for a lesbian cleaning service, give us a call. Or a lesbian dog walking service. Or um, a soup chef. A live-in soup chef, sous chef, dog walker, and maid. Uh, Yeah, Alice, Dana's not coming over to kiss your eyelids. You gotta kiss that dream goodbye. What's the lesbian cleaning service called? Dusting dykes or something? Les clean up. Les clean up. That's so gay. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah. That's like broke back. The lesbian cleaning service comes over to Alice and she says... Hi, my name's Gwen. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, my name is Gwen, and I'm I'm here here to wash your vagina. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm here to renew my driver's license. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Alice is getting baked in the bathroom. (laughs) She is? Yeah, she's smoking weed in the bathroom while Helena and... How do you know that? Leslie, Lucy are cleaning... Because she comes out smoking a doobie. Oh. Was it supposed to be a secret? Or she's I don't just... know. Maybe it was just hand-rolled. But with Alice's behavior lately, I would not be surprised if she was smoking drugs. So she comes out. I think she was smoking some dank. <laughs> <laughs> some diggity dank. And um, Helena and the cleaning woman discover the <laughs> shrine to Dana. Right. And then they have a big struggle over and, it. And, oh, my God, it's so funny. <laughs> And at that moment, what is Helena says something like, what the bloody hell or yeah, Jesus bloody Christ or something. And like, it was just so cute. And then the way she yells at Alice, like she's her mom. She's like, Alice, (laughs) get out there right now, young lady. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) I am really starting to like Helena, especially this episode. I like Helena now. I mean, I've been kind of iffy about her, but she was so sweet. Well, they've completely rewritten her character practically. She's not even acting like the same person. So, of course, you like her now. She's like a completely different person. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I don't want to think of it as being so manipulative. Warming up to Helena a little bit now. 
the next scene is they show Alice dumping a huge box of sex toys <laughs> onto the table in front of Dana and the chef. Oh my god. I can't believe that Lara is putting up with this because Alice is the nightmare ex-girlfriend. You're right. If this was real life, they'd be thrown down by now. Yeah, if I was Laura, I'd be like, step off, bitch. <laughs> this is my woman. They just sit there and take it and they're like, there goes the crazy girl again. And Dana just makes some funny faces. Well, she's probably doesn't have enough energy to do much else since she probably has breast cancer. No. She obviously what does. What is going on with Dana's boobie? I think she has breast cancer. Really? Why else would they be bringing this up? She's only 30. She's a total athlete. They're going to make her go into the hospital and have surgery and whatever. And Laura's going to leave her. And Alice is going to step in and be all nice. Laura would never do that to Dana. Okay, you're right. I don't know, but why else would they be doing this? Just because it's a female issue? I don't know. I'm scared for Dana. I want Dana's booby to be okay. It's probably just going to be like she drinks too much damn coffee at the planet every day. No matter what happens, she's obviously going to be okay. They're not going to kill her off. Maybe she wants to do some more movies because that one she was in was such a hit. It was that Rob Zombie movie, and, like, everybody got killed or whatever. She was in that? Yeah. Dana, don't leave. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Dana's boobie, but I'm worried. If Dana does go through some sort of cancerous thing, maybe she will need the support of her friends, and Alice and Dana will be able to rekindle, because they used to be best friends. Maybe if Dana is sick, Alice will get it together enough to try to stop being so selfish and be there for Dana as a friend. That'd be a boring ending to this trauma. Dana, if you need help with your breast exam, just give me a call. (laughs) Oh, nasty! I got to get back at you for that Mia Kirshner thing you said last week. Well, what happens after the booby? Oh, by the way, that was a really sweet scene with Dana and Laura in the bathtub, in the bubble bath, with Laura's nipple just peeking out past Dana's shoulder. (laughs) Oh, I thought I was the only one who noticed that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She has a whole fan club, the actress who plays Laura. I know. I was kidding. Obviously, everyone noticed it. It was like there were white, foamy bubbles circling it. Like, look at me! It was like a target. <laughs> look at me! <laughs> look at me! You ripped that off from Derek and Romaine. Okay, so the next scene is the cherry scene. Cherry scene? I hate you. <laughs> the next scene is the one we were waiting for, and it was the money shot. No, that comes later. right the next scene is the one we thought we wanted to see the most of but actually that scene's later but we'll talk about that in a minute so basically what happens is they encounter some young republicans at a rest stop and they decide they're gonna beat up mara and show jenny how a real man fucks in a truck or some bullshit (laughs) and then jenny finds her inner ninja busts out of the truck with a taser gun So then Dick Cheney Jr. lets Mara go, and Jenny and she are able to get back in the truck and drive away. But oh no. (laughs) Not ovaries of stone Jenny. No. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny is kicking ass and taking names. 
Not the Jenny we all know and love. I don't know what you're talking about. This is a whole new Jenny. At first, when I saw the taser, I'm like, oh shit, Jenny's going to shoot herself. That bitch crazy. (laughs) But instead, she shoots Jeb Bush in the parking lot, which is so awesome. And then after she shoots him with a taser gun, and Mara's like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> she didn't say that. Yes, she did. did. She? she said it in the truck. And Jenny's oh, like, God. who cares? I wish it was a real gun. Jenny is crazy. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I wish that would have been a real gun. Jenny's like, should have been a real gun. <laughs> Bitches. She's so fucking crazy. I know. It just made me love her more. I'm totally in love with her now. It's like Quentin Tarantino took over directing the L Word all of a sudden. <laughs> Next week, Jenny's going to be in a ninja outfit, jumping off the top of the planet onto people. (laughs) Onto Kit's son. (laughs) Colin Powell Jr. And then when they're getting back into the truck, Jenny's like, hey, we're not faggots. We're dykes, you asshole. Oh, my God. I love that so much. (laughs) Anyone who hated Jenny, when they hear that line, oh, you got to love that. We're not fags. We're dykes. Oh, I love that so much. And we were just talking about how, oh, I don't think any moment's going to be as good as Tina throwing the table. Oh, you're right. Jenny busts out with, we're not fags, we're dykes, bitches. That was so good. I don't know. That's a close second. I still think the table tipping thing is number one. Yeah, but definitely this is a close, close second. Speaking of dykes, when they showed the planet and they were doing the whole Las Vegas thing, the audience at the planet is way more dikey than last year. Supposedly they were supposed to dike up the show this year, and I think they've succeeded. Dike and, up the show? Yes, and I hope they don't go much farther, or else I'm going to start watching uh, Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to her. Dike it up as much as you want. <laughs> Billy was on the show wearing some big-ass moon boots and a cod piece ass pants <laughs> dollar signs painted on his cheeks his nipples hanging out and glitter eye makeup oh that was good stuff good stuff good times so he's only supposed to be a temporary character i think but i wish he were going to be permanent but obviously he's a superstar they should just change this to the billy show that was stupid but yeah. bet doesn't seem to like him very much oh bet doesn't like anyone she's a closet republican bet is not liking her own life right now I wish I were that cigarette girl. Mm. The what one that cigarette? Billy kissed. And then he said, you're a dirty girl. Okay. <sighs> Let's talk about Bette. I just Bette's started the new talk- Alice. <laughs> Her life is pretty much going down the toilet. Yeah. In slow motion. And she's realizing everything about it. And Tina's like, oh, I'm tired. Fuck off. Yeah, that scene when they were in bed was heartbreaking. Because last season, Tina's main problem with Bet was, oh, she's so she's not really very easy to talk to, and she doesn't open up very much. And then she they're was emotionally unavailable, right? And then they're lying in bed, and Bet's like pouring her heart and soul out, and she's just like looks so sad, and obviously just needs a big hug. And Tina's just like, <laughs> look, you any cock, <laughs> wieners. <laughs> Big Wiener Sausage. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Big Daddy. Oh, God. Poor Bet. I know. Bet's really, 
Okay, the second meeting with the with Roberta, the adoption counselor. I didn't think it could get worse from the first meeting, but it did. David is the new Melvin. Melvin is reincarnated in Kit's son. His own mother calls him an arrogant little prick. She's totally right. I hate him. I think he's the new person to hate. Well, it's, it's working out because I fucking hate him. Yeah, he's a total dickwad. How are you going to treat your aunt that way? Or your mother. Well, I get the impression that, like, his mom was an alcoholic and she didn't take the best care of him. And I've never even heard his father mentioned. What does he have to say about traditional family values? He was raised by Hetz and look how that went. <laughs> Bet is completely a doting mother. <sighs> David, you big cock smoker. He's the next one to be tasered. No shit, I'm going to go out there and taser him right now. Did you say cock smoker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's such a fuckwad. You made me so mad. And then Roberta and David in the same room. They'd make a nice couple. I wish I could think of more mean things to say about David. There's Jenny when you need her. <laughs> Maybe Alice will get in another car chase and run his ass over. Jenny was jealous of Max for dancing with that hooker i guess oh i liked it when jenny and max went to the bear club yeah i liked all their bar visits that's so cute so what's the deal with them do you think that they're going to be girlfriends for okay in the words of max are they going to be outlaw girlfriends friends or fuck buddies on the road what do you think i don't know if jenny turns you down i'll be your outlaw girlfriend Okay, if Mara turns out to be a man, I'll be your new girlfriend, Jenny. I don't really like Mara. She I, has such a cute voice. Ew, I think she sounds like a frog. <gasps> I'm really interested in her character. Obviously, it's going to be emotional from the scenes from next week. It's going to be kind of torturesome, I think. So it's she's going to be a hard character to hate. I definitely don't hate her character, but as far as we're on opposite sides of the spectrum, Let's pull out the old Kinsey scale. I still maintain that Max is going to be Alice's new thing. That's what I think. I can see that. I hope that doesn't happen because Alice is cutie pie and Max is a gray doorknob. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> I suspected that Alice was going to hook up with Angus. Oh, that's the, weird. The teaser for next week would indicate otherwise. Way otherwise. Kit may get her vagina re-moisturized. So the past couple of podcasts, I've talked a little bit of shit on Carmen. I take it all back. <laughs> I even called her Sherry last week. Her name is Sarah. I called her Sherry. I'm like, fuck Carmen. I don't care. I don't even know her name. I repent. I am a disciple of Carmen's butt cheeks now. <laughs> oh my God. Shane is a lucky little butch girl. I had to fan myself. I was like, is it is it getting hot in here? <laughs> that was steamy for real. I have never seen anything like that. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> Not like that, I haven't. Wow. Yeah, that was super hot. So now when Shane and Carmen inevitably have problems and break up this season, <laughs> I'm going to feel for Shane now because she's losing out on some nice tail. I expect Shane and Carmen to go through some difficulties, but I think they might come through it in the end. I hope so for Shane's sake because she's going to miss that. Shane really must like Carmen. First of all, last week we were talking about, do they live together or what? I didn't think that Shane would move in with her girlfriend so quickly, but she totally did. Once again, reinforcing that whole U-Haul stereotype. <laughs> Carmen and Shane are living together 
No sign of Mark. Shane is really putting up with a lot of shit for this girl. What shit? She put on a dress? With Converse. And high heels? <laughs> yeah. And she... Extensions? Danced with Luis? Okay, <laughs> I will never complain about Shane's hair again. Just don't fucking put extensions on that poor girl. Oh, she looked horrible. Oh, she just looked so uncomfortable. She looked like when your sister, like sisters get together and dress their baby brother up in girl clothes and he doesn't <laughs> want them to. What did you think of the scene with Shane dancing with Luis? And then he's like, I'm in love with Carmen always since I was a little boy. I thought it was pathetic. Okay, well, that's actually happened to me. And that <laughs> not dancing, but like I was with one of my girlfriends, like oh, a, one of your many girlfriends, one of my old girlfriends. And I was in a bar somewhere and some guys like, is that your friend? And I was like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. And then they were, went on and on about how much they wanted her or whatever. And my reaction wouldn't have been, maybe she doesn't have the same feelings as you. Mine was always like, get the fuck out of here, asshole. <laughs> She's mine. Involved like pushing people's bar stools over. Shane was pretty ladylike. I think that dress is getting to her. She was very ladylike. Maybe she doesn't have the same feelings for you, sir. I'm like speechless. Shane's wearing a dress in heels, dancing with Louise. She's being pussified. Got with the hair extensions. That was nasty. She looked like a dog wearing a dress. <laughs> she looked like G.I. Joe with Barbie clothes on. <laughs> And if Carmen was doing a lap dance for me, I'd be a trained monkey, too. A butt monkey. <laughs> Did you see it when Shane first comes out and she's wearing the dress and she was pouting? Yeah. Shane was just like, oh, pouting. It was so funny. It was very unshane-like. I like it. The more unshane-like Shane is, I like it. Catherine Menning said in the in the Showtime podcast, you get sick of Shane always being like, I can't do this. It's not me. It's nice to see Shane giving in a little bit. Breaking the mold. Even if it is by wearing a five-year-old's Easter dress. Baby Angelica is really cute. She's got those chubby cheeks. She's getting big. I think she's growing bigger too fast for the show to keep up. I was wondering that. She's really cute. You think they're going to swap her out with another kid? I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, she's adorable, though. And then... Alice holding her at the birthday party, blowing out the candles, and Helena saved the day. That was cool. That was sweet. Because Alice looked all pathetic, and then we finally get to see her just smile. She didn't think about Dana for 47 minutes. But then she said, well, 10 minutes. <laughs> That's good, right? The close of the show. Bet is at the lecture. The Buddhist guy is lecturing on uh, desire. Okay, then I should have guessed who it was typing, but I didn't. They're showing the person typing. Daddy of two or whatever is typing. Big, he's a big dad. <laughs> They're showing daddy. this. And I'm shouting out names. Yeah, every character. You're like, it's Kit. It's Mark. It's I didn't say it was Kit. I said it's Mark. Because they showed like an arm and then there was like a brown t-shirt. And I was like, who could be wearing a brown t-shirt? I'm like, it's Mark. He kind of has veiny arms. Yeah, she has manly <laughs> arms. And so I was like, it's Mark because he's a lesbian, like I said on the other show. And then you said it was... I think was... I said Mark's not on the show anymore. Is he not? That's what I hear. Well, I... who did you think it was initially? I thought it was like every person. I'm like, it's Helena. It's Alice. It's fucking Laura. It's Gabby. I don't know. <laughs> 
the I did not guess Tina. Me neither. And so when they showed her face all sweaty and in the glow of the laptop oh, computer, God. I was like, <gasps> Tina, what are you doing? I told you she wanted the big stuff. She's going to get it. She's going to get the beef from Angus. <laughs> Angus? No. Who do you oh, think? Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe it's that other dude with a kid at Mommy and Me. Bet is going to be surprised. As if her life could get much worse at this point. Tina's going to get addicted to internet porn. No. Tina's going to be straight. Here's my worst case scenario, which could happen because this sort of thing is in the news a lot. Tina is going to dump Bet, go marry some dude, and not let Bet see Angelica anymore. Thereby solving the problem of the kid is going to grow too fast to be on TV. And to make Beth's life just that much shittier. Okay. Because you always hear about this stuff on the news. Some women have a kid together, and then the bio mom takes the kid away, and who are you? Bye-bye, Mama B. (laughs) That could totally happen. But I have this weird feeling now. This is completely going against what I predicted last time. But now I think that the caseworker is actually going to approve the adoption, and then Beth's going to be all happy for like, oh, two and a half seconds. And then Tina's going to be like, I don't think that's what I want anymore. And then she's going to leave her for a man eventually. Well, first of all, I think your adoption theory is a bunch of shit. Really? Yeah. I don't think there's any way that Roberta is going to prove that adoption. Well, do you think Beth's going to get a job? Beth's going to get a job at Burger King. Do you think Tina's going to be passionately slinging fries? Okay. Beth and Tina have only been together like maybe eight, seven or eight years. That's a long time. They have not had a good day since we've known them, which has been three seasons. They have more shitty times together than good times. Why are they still together? It's not that long of a relationship to already act like they're 100 years old. Obviously, Tina is at least going to think that she wants to have sex with a man. So she probably is going to have sex or fall in love with some dude or whatever. So what's going to happen with her character? If she turns into a straight girl with a baby dating a man, who cares? I'm not interested in that shit. I can watch that on the other 150 channels that we have. I can't sympathize with the internet dick chat or whatever. (laughs) I don't care about her sexual needs if her needs are cock and balls. (laughs) (laughs) That's not sexy. If Tina really needs something like that, I'm sure Bet would strap it on. She'd strap on the dick-shaped ice cube or whatever (laughs) for $33.95. Or she could borrow Alice's pink leather gimp mask. I want one of those. Ew. Just because it's hilarious. <laughs> no, I want one of those just <laughs> to put on people and close their mouth whenever I want. Just like Helena did. That was funny. Yeah, I need one of those for my girlfriend. <laughs> you don't have one for your girlfriend? It's, it's just not pink. Yeah. Ours is lavender. <laughs> Tina, get your shit together because you're starting to freak me out. And bet this is the perfect opportunity for you to go out and find yourself another carpenter. Not the carpenter. No, not the carpenter. Another. Maybe it'll be the art lady. Maybe Bet will be arrested again and she'll meet some other dyke in prison. (laughs) We're not faggots. We're dykes, asshole. Maybe our poll this week should be what's the best line? Is it did you fuck all night or we're not fags, we're dykes? Scenes from next week. I didn't even watch it. I was in the bathroom. What okay, happened? well, there are four. First one, David getting his ass kicked by Jenny. <laughs> no, that's with her from the weeks after next. 
<laughs> next week, the first Jenny starts checking some Chinese stars at David's head <laughs> from the roof of the planet. <clears throat> Stay tuned. The first scene from next week was basically, I would title it, Tina Gives Bet Shit. <laughs> she's like, somebody's got to make some money around here. Way to kick her when she's down, Tina. Tina's a biatch. I'm telling you, Bet's going to end up flipping burgers. I don't know Jack what. Jack in the box. I don't know what Bet's going to end up doing. I think <laughs> this is going back to that original theory. Doesn't it seem like Bet's lost and she can't find something that's fulfilling? She's obviously an artist at heart. She's going to be the artist. She's going to be the artist that Helena has been predicted to no, be. No, there's, it's a different ladies. Well, I think that Bet is going to become an artist and we're going to be led to believe that she's the person who Helena is supposed to hook up with. But who knows if that'll actually happen. I think Bet is going to end up teaching art to third graders at their local elementary school. In a third world country? What? Money she's bags. Gonna, she's going to have to take some shitty job that she's not passionate about. She's going to work at the deli at Piggly Wiggly. She's going to be the assistant manager of the planet and have to work under uh, Billy. Yeah. Oh, hates. I'm sure. That place doesn't need an assistant manager. That <clears throat> pair of polenta tart sells itself. What sort of job do you think Bet should get? I think that she's going to be like, <laughs> we're going to see her in that scene from Ghost with the big pottery wheel. And she's going to be like, ah, oh, I found my calling and digging her fingers into a big thing of wet clay. I, I think, think that's a crock of shit. What do you think she's going to do? Top 10 jobs that we can imagine bet going to Top five. Jack in the box. Wedding planner. I don't know. I can't see her doing anything other than what she was doing. Maybe she'll start some galleries. Bet needs a sugar mama. Maybe that's what'll happen. See there, that goes that Helena and Bet thing again. It could never work. First of all, it's a TV show. You can't have two white chicks with long, curly brown hair. Well, I guess Jennifer Beals is mixed on the show, but they have the same hair. They couldn't hook up. <laughs> that's retarded. People on the show that hook up have to have different hair from each other. Oh, I didn't realize that was a rule of dykeism. But then, has anyone on the show hooked up with someone who had the same hair as well, they in, did? Well, in real life, what happens is you start out and you're completely different looking and then you turn into the same looking person. You both end up looking like Janine Garofalo. <laughs> <laughs> the lesbian urge to merge. But you might have something there. They don't want to put two girls that look the same on the screen. because Not that they look the same, but they're too similar. They don't look good together. Ooh, I know who would look good with Bet. Lara. They would look good together. Bet does seem to go for those younger women when she's on the sly. I'll keep my fingers crossed for Bet because things aren't looking good for her right now. I just can't get over Tina and Big Dyke Daddy of Two or whatever his name was. Uh, what's going on? Okay, so the next scene from next week is Kit has a crush on Angus? Question mark, exclamation point. How many... People is Kit going to hook up with before she gets to go out with someone who's good looking? <laughs> yeah, that guy's kind of weird. He's got really bad teeth. He needs a shave and a, a shower. Bath. Yeah. Some <laughs> hair product. <laughs> okay, so that should be interesting. And maybe a couple of days at the gym. Or a couple of years. I don't get that. We'll see what the chemistry's like on screen next week third scene from next week is I think they're like everybody's at some kind of dinner and then Jenny introduces Mara slash Max obviously she doesn't fit in with these people and so then they show her crying in an alleyway or something maybe she'll hook up with Tony in the alley 
<laughs> Fuck me till I forget who I am. Maybe. So it should be interesting to see all of our beloved characters be mean to somebody. And then the last scene is Dana's mammogram. Don't even bring it up. I'm worried. And they show her saying, it's probably nothing, right? Right? I'm freaked out. What's going to happen? They did this on Sex in the City. It's a trend. Somebody on oh, the show right. has to get breast cancer for awareness sake. It used to be AIDS. Ten uh -huh. years ago, every, on all the shows, the trendy thing to do was some character has AIDS or your brother-in-law's gay or whatever. And now it's breast cancer. I'm not into it. So Dana's going to get breast cancer. They should have given it to Bet. Can't they just give her psoriasis or something? They should have. Oh, that would have been good. They should have given it to Bet, like, because the whole time you're like, Jesus Christ, how is her life going to get worse than this? And then they could have given her cancer. You're like, oh, my God, no. Maybe Bet's going to get hemorrhoids. That's probably the most feeling she's going to have in that area for a long time anyway. Oh. You know what would solve Bet and Tina's problems? Please rub on the hemorrhoid cream for me, Tina. <laughs> so fucking gross, big daddy. Rub it too. harder, Tina. Ooh, it's so cool. <laughs> Bet and Tina need to have an open relationship. That would solve so many of their problems. Open as, like, they don't date each other. They d date two completely different people. They don't belong don't together. Know. They just, they have so many problems. They're never happy. I want to see them happy together or just fucking end it. But they're just dragging on and on. And it's like, why? Maybe because they're supposed to be the closest thing on the show to a heterosexual relationship. Which is also miserable. Right. Like, <laughs> people stay married just because, you know, it's God's will or whatever. we got to stay together for Angelica. Maybe they're going to live out the long, miserable marriage that so many heterosexuals do. We're better than that. Well, we are. Maybe I mean, we as a community. I, I would like to mean. think that we're better than that. But we're probably not. My dream shot of Bet is she's like, fuck you, Tina. Take you and your skanky-ass baby and go down to Het Town. <laughs> oh, you no, fat ass. didn't. <laughs> I just wish you'd just, just get the fuck out of my house. Just leave now. I'm sick of you. Because that's how I feel about Tina. Well, this is what I would like to see happen is Tina is at work. She's tired and bitchy she comes home from work she expects bet to have dinner waiting on the table it's not there tina walks in the lights are dim she's like where's angelica what's going on bet turns around the corner she's wearing like some stockings and some flower petals and nothing else and she's like angelica's with kit and then tina is like rediscovers her desire for nipple i don't know <laughs> dream on she's straight and that's probably why i hate her so much She's I, a traitor. I disagree. I mean, she's just confused and... You can't be confused about that. If you want dick, you're straight. Why would they have gotten back together and had this kid if they're not meant to be together? I don't know. Heterosexual couples do that all the time. It's just the way it works. I think that Bet and Tina had potential. I mean, I think they are in love and they just... Maybe shrink gonna... number four is going to do it for them. <laughs> you think they're going to get back together and everything's going to be fine? How boring. Tina needs to come home and fuck Bet till she cries, and then everything will be fine. <laughs> okay. She doesn't have to fuck her till she cries. She cries all the time now. She needs to fuck her till she stops crying. Till she laughs. Yeah. Fuck her till she cries, and then keep fucking her till she laughs, and then everything will be all right. And we stuck. What's going on? I don't know. Now it's time for the chart, where we make a connection with our listeners. This is our listener feedback segment of the show. 
We've been doing this podcast for about a week and a half, and the response has been shocking and overwhelming. We got more emails and comments than we even have time to respond to, so if we don't give you a shout-out tonight, I just want you to know that we appreciate your feedback. So last week's poll question was, do you love or hate Jenny and why? We got a lot of responses about this, and for the most part, people said, I used to hate Jenny, but she's starting to grow on me, and especially in season three, I think she has potential. But our listeners were pretty much unanimous in saying that those writing fantasy carnival scenes from season two have got to go. They were terrible. Everybody hated them. Even Mia Kirshner on her Showtime podcast interview, even she hated those. (laughs) Happily, the writing fantasy slash carnival scenes are done. Hopefully. We don't know that. No, Mia said they're done on her podcast, the real L Word podcast. Oh, Kelsey wrote in to call you on your saying that Dana and Alice had only been going out for like a month. She noted that if you follow the progress of Tina's pregnancy, you can deduce that Alice and Dana went out for at least five and a half months. Still, for a five and a half month relationship, I think Alice is taking things a little too far. But that's just my opinion. Well, supposedly for every year of a relationship, it takes... Is that how it works? It's a month for every year. A week for every month. Okay, so so it should take her a week and a half. It should take her a month and a half. Five weeks. We have a lot of listeners in Canada. (laughs) What am I supposed to say? They're just jealous because we live in New Mexico. The sunshine state. Oh wait, that's Florida. I got a lot of shit dissing Tegan and Sarah's first album called This Business of Art. I plugged their second album so jealous. I apologize to Tegan and Sarah for dissing their first album. If you're into that sort of thing, I'm sure it's good. I like Tegan and Sarah, so I don't want to offend their fans. Thanks for calling me out. (laughs) God damn it. Christine wrote in about Mara. She says that she likes Mara because she's just as screwed up as Jenny, but in a cute way. (laughs) And Crystal, another Canadian, writes in (laughs) to say about Jenny, I like it when I love her, and I like it when I hate her. I think that pretty much sums up how we feel about Jenny. I've never hated her. Good call, Crystal. No, because I really used to love to hate her in season one. Well, those Canadians just like to like everybody. I know. Why are you guys so fucking friendly? God, why don't you start a war or something? Get a life. Goddamn Canadians. (laughs) We need to seal the borders. We're just kidding. We like Canada. Canada rocks! I just, I feel bad. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. And I can't. There's so many. We got so many messages. And a lot of them were really good. And wanted to say say hi to everybody. We're trying to get our new episode up as quick as we can so we don't have time to shout out to everybody that responded to the chart but I read all the emails and I appreciate your feedback and we'll try and do an extra long chart next week if you would like to be a part of the chart where we make a connection with our listeners you can email us at theplanetcast at gmail.com or you can visit our blog theplanetcast.blogspot.com 
Thank you for your responses to last week's poll, Do You Love or Hate Jenny? Okay, so this week's listener poll. The L Word has had a lot of great guest stars, including Alan Cumming, of course, Sandra Bernhardt, Betty, Peaches, Hart. So this week's listener poll is, what is your fantasy L Word guest appearance? For mine, I had thought I was going to say Gina Gershon, but I had to reconsider. My fantasy L-word guest star has got to be Allison Hannigan. What do you think, Casey? I guess the first person that comes to mind is myself. (laughs) Or maybe Lucy Liu. That wouldn't be bad. She's had some sexy lesbian kisses on the screen in the past, so... And she knows Kung Fu. She could hang out with Jenny. <laughs> so write in to theplanetcast.gmail.com and let us know who your fantasy L-word guest appearance would be. Male or female, doesn't matter. Or both. Yeah, you could do one of each. My, or both in one. My fantasy male L-word guest star has already happened. Alan Cumming. He's the man. Until next week, I'm Elka. And I'm Casey. And we're here to, to wash, wash your, your vagina. vagina. <laughs>